Welcome to the podcast of Life Change Church, where we exist to love people to life change. We hope that this podcast is both challenging and encouraging to you. Enjoy the message. All right, well, hey, good morning. We are excited you're here as we are jumping back into our series entitled Toxic, and uh, I'm pumped just for some things that are coming up within the church in the next few weeks and months, uh, so make sure you grab a handout so that you can stay connected and be a part of all the things that are going on. And again, as you saw tonight, we are having our Connect Hangout right here outside 5 to 7 p.m., and I will say this, we are going to do this regardless of weather, so weather pending, not none of that, right? We're just doing it. We're, we're all in, and we're going to have some fun, and I'll just say this right now, the adults... We're going to crush some wiffle ball. I've been practicing going to the batting cages, the wiffle ball batting cages. Okay, I haven't been doing that, but we're going from 5 to 7 p.m. tonight, so make sure you're here. Make sure you do dress accordingly, though, so it could be chilly, it could be rainy, so bring some uh, rain stuff and bring uh, at least a coat and to, to stay warm. And I will say this, if the weather is terrible, we will move inside to uh, some portions of that, but again, when we get all of us together, it will be crowded, but we're going to have some fun, so make sure you come tonight, make sure you invite a friend as well, and uh, bring a side dish, bring a chair, and then if you want to, and you're strong, you can come early at 4 p.m. to help set up as well, but cool. Well, let's jump in, and let's jump back into our series entitled Toxic, and what we've been doing is we've been talking about some toxic things in our life. And really, we've been talking about how in, in everyday situations, we come across toxic things. We come across toxic items in, in our physical life, whether it's uh, food that may be toxic to us, whether it may be some, some chemicals or some cleaning items that can be toxic to us. And again, we've seen the warning signs. You've seen all these. You've even heard the news reports about how there's a lot of bad stuff out there for us. And we know it, right? These are the warning signs about it. But we come across these toxic items in our physical lives, but the truth is we come across them emotionally as well. We come across them relationally as well. And we come across them spiritually as well too. Again, we jumped in, we really started this series off talking about how religion itself can even be toxic. And we talked about how like when we add anything to Jesus or take anything away from him, what we're doing is we're creating toxic religion. And it's a dangerous place to be. It's a dangerous place to live. It's a dangerous way to, to live spiritually. But the good news is this, is that Jesus is more than religion. And Jesus is the only way that really helps us overcome some of this toxic religion. And it's through the one perfect relationship that we can have with him. All right, so we talked about the importance of our relationship with Jesus. Then we jumped in and we talked about our other relationships as well. We talked about how influential and how things can happen with our relationships. And we talked about the point that we become who we spend time with. We become who we spend time with, so we have to be careful with our relationships. We have to be careful which ones we allow in our lives. And there's some times, there's some times where we have to set some healthy boundaries in our lives regarding our relationships. Again, there's toxic things all around us. And when we come across these toxic things in our physical lives, we see the warning signs. Right? You see these barrels, and you automatically know that there's something wrong with them. Now, they're fake. Don't worry. They're okay. But you see that sign on those, and you know that it means that there's some dangerous things in there. You know that it's toxic. But in other areas of our lives, when it comes to our relationships, when it comes to our, our emotions, when it comes to our spiritual lives, the warning signs aren't so prevalent. Right? The warning signs aren't, so, are, aren't always there. So what I want us to do is, through this series, I want us to, to begin to see the warning signs. I want us to begin to, to be aware of what's around us in our life. I want us to be aware of the toxic things that we come across every single day. And again, toxic is this. 
It's anything containing poisonous material capable of causing sickness or even death. It's anything containing poisonous material capable of causing sickness or even death. And then toxic things are scary. Toxic things are dangerous. And we have them all throughout our lives. And what I want to do is, is today I want to talk about how many things that we are influenced by can be toxic. I want to talk about the, the influence in our lives that can lead us into danger, the influence in our lives that can even poison us as well. I want to talk about these toxic influences. And really, it starts with our surroundings. Because the truth is we are influenced by our surroundings. Right? We're influenced by our surroundings. In fact, that's kind of the, the big idea. That's the big truth that I want us to walk away with today. That's what I want us to leave with. I want us to understand the importance of what's around us. I want us to understand the importance of our surroundings because that's what we're influenced by. Right? Our surroundings have an impact on us. Our surroundings really direct our actions. Our surroundings guide our decisions. Because again, we are influenced by our surroundings. They make a difference. Right? Our surroundings play a factor in our everyday life. And the truth is, they can influence us both in a positive way and a negative way. So what I want to do here is I want to just show you this a little bit with this basket of candy. Now, how many of you guys have a, a basket of candy at your house similar to this, right? right these are my, you're my candy junkies. So some of you, we had a Halloween trick-or-treat this past week, so the candy gets bigger. I will tell you, my kids did not allow me to put their new candy in this. That comes from the, with the reserve amount because this candy jar, this candy basket, has really been around for, for quite some time. In fact, this is kind of the catch-all. See, my, my wife and kids, they're kind of candy junkies. They like to have that in the house at all times so they can go to it. But what happens is there's certain like, favorite types of candy that gets eaten, and then there's some that just kind of gets left over and over. So you have things like this. I don't know what this is, but it doesn't look good, right? This is like some rock candy sucker that looks like it's going to destroy your mouth. And it has no wrapper on whatsoever. Let me just say this thing has probably been in there for a year, right? Well, you have some of that. You have candy that's been in there, and we've had this candy. Some of this is like the catch-all from Easter. This is the catch-all from grandparents. This is the, the catch-all from coming home from school when they did something well. And then it is the remainder of the Halloween candy. I will tell you what never gets in here. Reese cups never get in here, right? <laughs> Those things get eaten fast. In fact, chocolate hardly ever gets in here. But what's crazy is, is that stuff, all this together... All of a sudden, this begins to taste really similar. In fact, let me just prove this to you. Corey Bromberg, you can come on up. He's my candy. He's going to eat some candy today. And I'm going to give him this Tootsie Roll. So go ahead and eat a piece of candy in front of everybody. Eat that nice Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Pressure's on. Don't choke. <laughs> Terrible joke. We'll edit that. What's it taste like? Your Tootsie Roll tastes like a mint. It's because... It was in with a York peppermint patty. And because you have that mint taste in your life, you can have that right now. But doesn't that happen? A lot of times, there's things in our life that begin to influence us. And then we begin to look like it. We begin to taste like it. We have the similar characteristics of it. Right? And the truth is, it happens with candy, but it happens in our life. And the truth is, a little bit can go a long way. Right? That little mint, that York peppermint patty, it was just one of them. There was actually two because he ate one first service as well. But there was two of them, but it went a long way. That little bit went a long way. And the truth is, the same thing happens in our life. There's little pieces of things in our life, that, that in our surroundings, that can influence us. 
And sometimes they can be negative, and sometimes they can be positive as well. They can have an impact on us because we're influenced by our surroundings. And Paul says it this way in 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 7. So if you have your Bibles there, go there with me. Again, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, 6 through 7. If you have your Bible, go there with me. If you don't have a Bible, we always challenge you to download the YouVersion Bible app. Again, this is just an incredible resource that we say every single Sunday. And we just uh, want you to put this on your phone because it's, you could literally take the Bible with you wherever you go. I remember as a kid, I went on a missions trip or I'd go to different events and I'd come back just like fired up for Jesus. And I'm like, I'm going to take my Bible wherever I go because I'm so pumped about it, right? And it would last like three days. But guess what? It's a different world now. Now we can take the Bible really wherever we go and it can be right on our phone. So I challenge you to download that and I challenge you to pull it open because we're going to jump to a, a couple different scriptures this week. But we'll start here in 1 Corinthians 5, verses 6 through 7. It says this. It says, don't you know that a little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch, as you really are. For Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Here's Paul, what he's saying, he's saying that get rid of some of the negative influences, right? Get rid of some of that old yeast, get rid of some of those old things, so that we can experience and be influenced by all that Christ is, by the fact that he is the Passover lamb, by the fact that he's been sacrificed for each and every one of us. Here's Paul, and he's saying this, get rid of those little things in life that take us away from God, and start influencing, start putting Jesus in your surroundings. Now, the context of this passage is Paul, he's actually speaking directly to a uh, sexual sin within the church. In fact, it's a, a sin of incest. So this is like an extreme circumstance, right? This is, a, this is some pretty intense stuff. And there was some pretty intense stuff going on within the church. And then the church in Corinth is actually putting up with. And even worse, what they're doing is they're being boastful and prideful about it. Now, I say that so you just understand that this isn't necessarily an issue that we have within the church, right? You didn't come to church on life change like, what kind of church is this, right? No, it's not quite like that. But the truth is, as a church in Big C, as a church whole, as Christians, there's times where we put up with sin in our life, right? There's times we allow a little sin to have an influence on, on our life. And again, this goes for all of us. And sin is all the same, right? Sin is all the same. It keeps, takes us further and further away from God. And for some of us, I think we allow it in our lives sometimes. We put up with it. And sometimes we might even get boastful and pride and proud about it. And the truth is pride, pride is always at the root of every type of sin, right? Pride is at the root of everything that takes us further and further away from God. And for Paul, he's, he's getting this, and he's understanding this, and he's telling the Corinthians this. And he's warning them against this, this sin that's becoming pride and boastfulness, and how it's really taken over the majority of the group. And what it's did, what it's done, it's, it's really poisoned, it's really taken their freedom and made it toxic. It's taken their freedom, something that should have been good, that turned into dangerous. It, it turned into danger, because what happened is the, the Corinthians took this, took their freedom to worship Christ, and what they did instead is they used it to, to allow them to go further and further away from Christ. I think we need to understand this away. Right? We need to understand this as well because a little bit goes a long way. And again, just like the candy, just like that, that little York peppermint patty made that Tootsie Roll taste like a mint, just like that, a, a little bit of sin, a little bit of some negative influence in our life can go a long way. A little yeast causes the dough to leaven. And as a follower of Christ, we need to understand this truth especially when it comes to our surroundings. We need to be careful that they don't turn into toxic influences. And Paul's really speaking broadly about the danger of this, about the danger of sinful influences and, and negative influences, because he understands that we 
are influenced by our surroundings. I mean, think about it. In our lives, there's things that make an impact. In our surroundings, there's things that make an impact. There's TV shows, right? There's music, there's, there's movies, there's games, there's, there's websites that we go to, there's politics, right? There's even people in our lives that, that we allow in our lives that we may even brag about that are toxic, right? Right now, again, it may not be to the extent of what Paul is talking about to the church in Corinth. It may not be to the extent of, of that incest, but there's still some negative things that we allow in our life. The truth is there's still some sins and depiction of sins that we allow in our life, that we put up with in our everyday life. Right? There's a little bit of that yeast that leavens the whole batch. And our surroundings affect us. Our surroundings affect who we become. Right? We're influenced by these things. I mean, think about it. We're influenced by the music we listen to. Right? It affects our mood both positive and negatively. We're influenced by, by the radio shows we hear. We're influenced by the, the podcast that we listen to. We're influenced by the, the political talk that we listen to, right? We're influenced by the social media that we follow. We're influenced by politics together, whether, whether what side we fall on and what side we choose to listen to. We're influenced by movies. We're influenced by the things we watch, right? Netflix, TV, we're influenced by all these things. And the truth is, some of these things are toxic. Some of these things are impacting our lives in a negative way. They're influencing us in a negative way. Listen, for me personally, I've seen this happen. And for me personally, I listen to all sorts of music. So I know if you're like the type of person that listens like to the river all the time, Christian music all the time, and you're like going to hear me confess that that's not me. Sorry, but like, listen, I was a product of the 90s. I like some grunge music. I like some alternative music. I like some, I like some punk rock music. I like some emo music. For some of those of you who don't know what emo music is, go late 90s, early 2000s, and so there you are. But I like that kind of stuff. So I listen to these things, right? But what happens is I can tell when I've listened to a little too much. There's times where I get a little negative. There's times where I get a little bit aggressive. And in fact, my wife's called me out multiple times. She's like, uh, Corbin, you're a little like angry and aggressive. What are you listening to right now? I'm like, yeah, I'm like on my 10th day of straight hardcore rock right now. Like it's good. Like it's good music, but listen, it gets you a little aggressive. It affects you even if you don't know it, right? And there's times we just have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of our surroundings and how they affect us, right? There's shows on Netflix that can be toxic. Again, the filter's not necessarily there. The language sometimes can be terrible. The, what you see can be terrible. And, and what happens is, as we become used to seeing it, we think it's a part of the normal life. And then we end up turning into that, right? We end up doing that. Right? Think about it. That influences us. Social media can influence us. Social media can be a mess, right? There's nothing like social media that can cause fights, right? There's nothing like social media that can cause division faster, right? Think about it. There's negative thoughts that go through our lives, that go through our heads based on social media. Right? There's things that we see on there that causes our blood pressure to rise. There's things that causes our blood to boil and we just get angry and it causes us to sin. It causes us to really do things. Like it's negative and it impacts us. Right? These are our surroundings and they influence us. They're impacting our lives. And many times they can be toxic. And just a little bit of that toxin, just a little bit of these toxic things, they can impact us negatively, right? They can have effect, an effect on us that we'd never intended for us. Just a little bit of sin can go a long way, and it can poison us, and it can poison us to, to who we are and who God wants us to become. And they can lead us to abusing our freedom in Christ, right? Because we're influenced by our surroundings. So we have to be careful, right? We have to see the warning signs. We have to understand and know our surroundings.
This is why in the Old Testament there was a guy who lived, he was the wisest guy really to ever live, especially during that time period, a guy named Solomon, and he wrote this in Proverbs 4.23. He said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Above all else, guard your heart. Be on guard. Be ready to protect yourself. And when it comes to our surroundings, when it comes to our influences, we have to be careful. We have to be on guard. And understand this. Today is not a message of do's and don'ts, right? It's not a message to, to cut everything out of your life. Listen, I've been there. We've been in a youth group where we got there, and then like, we walked away, and you took all your CDs that you spent like tons of money on, if you remember a CD, and then you burn them, right? This isn't that type of message. This is the type of message that I want us just to understand, that we have to be careful, Right? I don't want you thinking that everything's bad or evil out there, but what I want you to do is I want you to walk out of here guarding your heart. I want you to walk out of here ready to, to be careful with your surroundings, right? And in order to guard our heart around these toxic influences, what we have to do is we have to be aware. We have to be aware of what things are. We have to be aware of how they affect us, right? We have to be aware of how they impact us. And we need to understand this. Just because it's around us doesn't make it right. Just because it's around us doesn't make it right. Too many times I think we, we see that the norm, we see that that's, this isn't the norm, and we think just because it's the norm, it's right. right. Just because it's going on in culture around here, it's right. But that's not the case, right? Just because it's around us doesn't make it right. And we need to understand that. And imagine, imagine what would happen if we actually grasped this, right? Imagine if we, what would happen if we, if we realized that just because others are doing it, we don't have to do it, Right? We've all heard it from our parents before. Listen, if your friend jumps off a cliff, will you do it too? No, right? Because just because it's, it's normal, just because it's around us doesn't make it right. And too many times, though, I think we fall into that. But if we live that out, if we understood that, what would happen is we wouldn't become prideful in our eyes, right? We, would, we wouldn't take advantage of that freedom. We wouldn't let that freedom take us further from Christ, but yet we would end up being closer to him. The truth is we would live out Galatians 5.1 where it says it's for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's for freedom that Christ has set us free. It's for freedom that Christ did that. And we can, stern, we can stand firm because of that. We can stand firm and not let ourselves be burdened by the yoke of slavery. That's what happens when we're careful. That's what happens when we're guarding our heart. We wouldn't be burdened by the yoke of slavery. We wouldn't be burdened by the weight of sin, but we could actually give it to Jesus of what he wants us to do. The fact that he died on the cross took that sin from us anyways so that we could be made right in God's eyes. We could, we could live that out, but we have to be careful. We have to guard our heart around our surroundings. Paul said it this way in Romans 2. In Romans 12, 2, he says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And imagine if we didn't just conform to our surroundings. Imagine if we just didn't conform to the things that, that people do around us. But what if we were transformed by the power of God? We would understand more of him, right? We would understand more of his will for each and every one of us. We would understand his will for our life. It happens when we guard our heart. It happens when we begin to realize that just because it's around us doesn't make it right. right? We need to understand that. We also need to understand that could does not equal should. Could 
does not equal should. Truth is, I think too many times we confuse could with should. And because of it, we're being poisoned by our surroundings. Because of it, we're allowing toxic influences into our lives. But think about it. What would happen if we realized that just because we could doesn't mean we should? We'd be aware of our surroundings. Right? We'd be able to guard our heart even more. Right? What if we live like Paul told us to later in 1 Corinthians and, and 1 Corinthians 6.12, where he says, I have the right to do anything you say, but not everything is beneficial. What if we realize that, yeah, we have freedom. Yeah, for freedom's sake, Christ set us free. It's for freedom that he says free, and we have this freedom, but just because I can do everything doesn't mean it's beneficial. What if we realize that, right? What if we realize that I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything? What if we live that out? And we experience more of God. We experience more of what he has for us. Again, this isn't a, this isn't a lesson of do's and don'ts. It's not that everything is bad around us, but it's how we should respond to stuff. It's how we should guard ourselves. It's how we should, should be careful with who we are, with where we're placing ourselves, with the surroundings around us, right? Again, we have the right to do anything, but the truth is some of it's toxic. So we have the right to do anything, but the truth is some of it has some negative consequences that we are going to have to live with, right? We have the right to do anything, but some of it's not beneficial, and we need to get this. And if we understood this, then we would live a life not mastered by anything. We'd live a life not mastered by the regrets that we're holding on to, not mastered by the, by, the, by the sin that we're holding on to, right? We could live a life of freedom and live a life of victory, which is what Christ wants for each and every one of us. This is what it's all about. This is why it's so important to guard our heart. This is why it's so important to, to overcome these toxic influences. This is why it's so important to watch out about our surroundings because we're influenced by our surroundings. And again, some of our surroundings can be harmful. Some of them can be dangerous. Some of them can even be toxic as well. So we have to guard our heart and we have to overcome those toxic influences. Here's how we do it. Really what we do is we take some lessons that I think Paul teaches us even later in his letter to the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22. So if you have your Bible, bounce with me there. But 1 Thessalonians 5, 21 through 22 says this. It says, but test everything. Keep what is good and stay away from everything that is evil. Here's Paul, and again, he's writing to the Thessalonians. And what he's doing, he's actually writing a letter regarding words of prophecy. But really, when you look at this, this is a broad spectrum that can be applied to all our surroundings that as well. And what he first tells us to do, and for us to overcome toxic, oh, toxic influences in our life, we have to put this in place. What he first tells us to do is to test everything. Right? Test your surroundings, right? Inspect everything. Invest everything in your life. Investigate everything in your life. If you look at it, what do we do? We need to test what we watch on TV, right? We need to examine what we're stopping on when we're scrolling through social media, right? We need to examine what we're following, or we need to evaluate the games that, that we play for hours on end, right? We need to, to really to study the, the things that we listen to, right? We need to inspect these things. We need to test the books that we read. We need to test the magazines that we read, right? We need to examine and explore these things. We need to test everything, everything that we come into contact with, everything that we come into contact with. We need to look at it. We need to assess it. We need to assess it and make sure that it was good for what God wants us to do, right? We need to test everything we come into contact with. Don't just accept it as good or bad, but test it. Don't just allow it to, to the could to become a should, but put it to the test. 
And here's how we do this. I'm going to give you just three simple questions that we really need to ask ourselves in every situation. Three simple questions that we need to, to put and, and use in our, in our circumstances that, and the things that we allow to influence us. So number one is this. In this situation, am I being entertained by sin? We need to ask ourselves that question. In this situation, am I being entertained by sin? Number two is this. Would this be pleasing to God? Would this be pleasing to God? And we need to explore what we're going through. We need to explore our surroundings and ask, would this be pleasing to God? And number three, does this take me away from growing closer to Christ? We need to ask ourselves these questions, right? We need to put these things and to investigate areas of our life. We need to test these areas. In these situations, we need to ask ourselves, right? Right? In this situation, like in this movie that we watch, right? in this Netflix show that I'm, that I'm seeing, in this song, in this conversation that I'm having, in this blog, whatever it is, whatever this, this is, is it entertaining? Am, am I being entertained by sin? So we need to ask ourselves that question. Right? We need to ask ourselves, would this, again, whatever it is, would this be pleasing God? Would this political stance that I'm taking, would this political stance that, that I'm backing up, would this game would this book, would this, would this website, would this magazine, whatever it is, would it be pleasing to God? And then we need to ask, does this take me away from growing closer to God? Does this time on social media, does it take me away from growing closer to God? Listen, I want to challenge you. Test everything in your life. Test your surroundings. Right? Test it. And then number two is to hold on to what's good. After you explore it, after you examine it, after you test it, define it. And if you answered no, if you answer no to being entertained by sin, then define it as good. Right? Define it as good. It's something that's acceptable for you to be influenced by. Right? It's something valuable to have in your surroundings. Right? If you go to that next question, if you answered yes to, to it being pleasing to God, then define it as good. Right? It's something favorable in your life. If you answer no to having it taking you away from growing closer to Christ, then define it. Right? Define what it is. If it's something positive in your life, then hold on to it. Make it a regular part of your life. Hold on to the good. Right? Make it a regular part of your routine. Right? If it's good, hold on to it. And if it's really good, then calendar it. Schedule. Make it a reoccurring event. Go back to it over and over and over again. Listen, if you feel close to God while you go for a walk, if you feel close to God while you go for a hike in the woods or something, man, make it a regular event. So for me, the closest I feel to God is when I'm out in the woods and I'm hiking. And I'm ashamed to say that's not on my calendar each and every week. Right? But I need to make it a regular event. I think for many of us, we have to do some certain things in our lives to make it a regular event. Listen, if there's a podcast that you listen to and it makes you feel growing, like you're growing closer to God, schedule it. Right? Schedule that time to listen to it. Put it on your calendar. Right? Even subscribe to that podcast so that you can listen to it again. You can listen to the ones that come out. Right? Right? Listen, if you feel more fulfilled in your purpose for what God has you on this earth for, when you're spending time with your family, schedule family time. Make family time a priority and guard it. Right? If you feel close to Jesus when you're serving, serve. Listen, if you feel close to Jesus when you come to a church service, make church a non-negotiable. Right? Put it on your calendar. Set yourself up. Set your alarm so that you wake up, but make sure that it's here. Let everybody know that this is where you're going to be on a Sunday morning. The truth is, we can actually control some of our surroundings. But we have to hold on to what is good. So think about it in your life. 
What are some areas? What are some things that you need to hold on to? Right? What are some things that you need to counter? What are some things that you need to protect? What are some things that, that pass the test that you need to hold on to? Hold on to the good. And then number three is avoid evil. Avoid evil. Right? Avoid the bad. Listen, this sounds like just a no-brainer, but the truth is there's some things that we allow in our lives that are bad. There's some things that we allow in our lives that are evil. Yeah, we think we should avoid them, but really what we're doing is we're allowing in there. My challenge for you today is to avoid them. Avoid it like the plague, right? Run away from them. Again, go back to the test. If you answered yes to being entertained by sin, guess what? It's bad. It's evil. It's toxic. And we need to get it out of our life. Right, if you answer no to be pleasing to God, then we need to define it as evil. It's not favorable. We shouldn't allow it in our surroundings. We shouldn't allow it to have an influence in our life. We have to avoid evil. Avoid the bad things in your life. So to guard your heart, to overcome these, these toxic influences, we have to avoid evil. We have to avoid the things that are sinful. We have to avoid the things that, that aren't pleasing to God. We have to avoid the things that take us away from Christ. Again, we can control our surroundings. And we do so by avoiding evil. We do so by avoiding the bad things. Let me ask you, is there some things, are there some things in your life that you need to avoid? Right? Is there some things that you need to, to turn off? Is there a show that you need to turn off? Listen, we've done this before in our house. There's been times where we've turned off a movie. Right? We don't do scary movies at our house. I know it's Halloween time right now and they're all out, but we don't do scary movies in our house. A lot of them, I think what happens is I see it, and I believe that there's a lot of demonic influence in there, and I think it's inviting things in our life. So what we do is we shut it off. Right? There's been movies that we've shut off, that we've turned off in the middle of the movie before. Right? Is there some things in your life that you need to turn off? Right? Is there a show that maybe you need to remove from your favorites? Is there something that you need to avoid because it didn't pass the test? Is there a website that you need blocked? Right? Is there a person on social media that maybe you need to unfollow? Right? Is there something on your calendar that you need to take off your calendar to make room for the good? Again, you can control some of your surroundings, but you have to hold on to the good and avoid the evil. My challenge is for you to do that. Right? Guard your heart. Again, we're influenced by our surroundings. So my question is, what are you under the influence of? What are you under the influence of today? Have you put something to the test? Are you holding on to what's good? Are you avoiding what's bad? Are you avoiding what's evil? We're influenced by our surroundings. My challenge for you is to control your surroundings by holding on to what's good and avoiding what's evil. If you would, pull out your Connect card in the seat back in front of you. As you fill this out, if you're here today and, and maybe... Maybe you've been influenced by a lot of negative things. Maybe for you, you've never crossed that line of faith and made that step to be influenced by Christ. Maybe you've never made that commitment to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you've never realized that, that God loved you so much that he gave his son to die on a cross for you so that you could be connected with him. So if you're here today and that's you and you want to make that decision, I want to give you an opportunity and you can simply do that on this card. And you can, what you can do is you can check mark the box that says, I would like to make a commitment to follow Jesus. If that's you, check mark this card and then receive his forgiveness in your life and receive Jesus in your life and make a commitment to follow him and accept him as your Lord and Savior. Maybe here today, maybe God's asking you to do something. Maybe God's asking you to, to test certain things in your life. 
Maybe you're allowing influences in your life and in parts of your surroundings. Maybe, maybe that little bit is going a long way and you never realized it. And it's time for you to, to acknowledge it. It's time for you to put some things to the test. If God's asking you to do that, listen, I want to challenge you to write it down and then do it. Maybe God's asking you to, to hold on to the good. I want to challenge you to do that. Maybe he's asking you to avoid the evil. Whatever it is, write that down and then begin to live that out. As the band begins to play, I want to challenge you to fill this connect card out and to get any ties or offerings ready as well. And if you're a first-time guest, this is what we ask you. We ask you to fill this out completely. And listen, we won't bombard you. You'll get an email from us just asking how you like the service, how we can be praying for you, how we can partner with you. And we'll just do a quick follow-up with you. But we ask that you fill this out completely if you're a first-time guest. And then we actually don't want you to turn anything in to the offering. So what we ask you to do is we actually ask you to, to take this card out to the Connect Center and you can give that to a person at the Connect Center, and we have a gift for you. And listen, if you're here today and you brought a first-time guest, we want to celebrate with you as well. We love bringers. We love people who bring people with them. And uh, we actually will give you a free T-shirt if you brought a first-time guest here just because we appreciate that. We appreciate the fact that you cared so much to bring somebody to hear the word and to hear the news about Jesus Christ. So if you're a first-time guest, that's out there. If you've been here multiple times, though, we still ask you to fill this out. Maybe you've been here for, for years, months, weeks, or whatever. We still want to know what's going on in your life. And this is our way to do that. What we do is we pray over these each week. So if you have a prayer request, we will pray for your prayer request. Even if you put your phone number on there, we even shoot you a text message to encourage you that we're praying for you as well. But we follow up with these and we just are our way to know what you're going through and even if you are here and how we can connect with you. If you would, though, fill this out and Daryl will be up in just a moment to explain the next steps. Thank you for listening to the Life Change Church Podcast. If you were here today and you were listening and you made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to hear about it. Or maybe you're here and you're listening and that God is asking you to make the next step with whatever that it is in your life. We would love to hear about it and partner up with you. If you would, go to www.mylifechangechurch.com and under the media section, please fill out the contact us information and let us know if you made a decision to follow Christ. Let us know what God is asking of you. And if you need prayer, we would love to partner up with you in prayer as well. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that it both encouraged and challenged you. Have a great week.